2: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
0: next chapter podcasts presents the play on podcast series the winter's tale episode 8 unlawful witchcraft for the best listening experience be sure to use headphones or earbuds and remember it is required you awake your faith
3: Your Highness.
0: Your Highness?
4: Your mother was most true in wedlock, Prince, for she did print your royal father off conceiving you. Were I now twenty-one, your father's likeness is so etched on you, his very heir, that I should call you brother, as I did him, and reminisce about wild times we used to have. You're dearly welcome and your fair princess, goddess. <laughs> oh, my heart. I lost a couple that between heaven and earth might have stood as you two, causing wonder as you, gracious couple, do. I also lost, through my own folly, the good company and friendship, too, of your brave father.
5: <laughs> How is it with you, best brother?
4: who, though it makes misery, I'd give my life to once more look upon.
3: (laughs) By his command I have come to Cecilia, and from him give all the greetings that a king and friend can give his brother. But for infirmity, which with his age has somewhat blotted out his sound agility, he had himself traversed the lands and waters tween your thrones to look once more upon you, who he loves he bid me say so, more than all the crowns and those that wear them living.
4: Oh, my brother, good gentleman, (laughs) the wrongs I've done you stir afresh within me, and your kindly words, especially kind, serve as reminders of my most shameful neglect. You're welcome here, like springtime to the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Yet has he also exposed this jewel here to the dangerous waters, at least ungentle, of the roiling sea? To greet a man not worth her time, much less the risking of her precious life. My lord, she's come from Portugal. Ah, where Philip I. That formidable king is feared and praised.
3: From there, sir, and from him, whose royal tears proclaimed his daughter his before her parting from Portugal. Our ship has sailed here to execute the charge my father gave me for visiting your highness. My entourage I have from your Sicilian shores dismissed, therefore bohemia-bound, gone to announce not only my wedding in Portugal, but also our arrival here in safety. In fair Cecilia.
4: The blessed gods purge all infection from our air while you vacation here. Uh. (laughs) You have a holy father, a graceful gentleman, against whose person, as sacred as it is, I have done sin, for which the heavens, taking their revenge, have left me childless, and your father's blessed with you, because he truly merits it. Blessings upon him. What might I have been, had I a son and daughter to gaze upon, as worthy as you two?
6: (sighs) Most noble, sir. You'd not believe what I have come to say were not the proof so near. Please you, great sir. Polixenes offers greetings sent through me and asks that you arrest his son who has cast off his duty and his dignity by fleeing from his father from his home and with a shepherd's daughter Uh, where's polixenes here in your city i just came from him if i speak breathlessly it is because i marvel at my message while the king was hurrying to your court in his pursuit of this Fair couple, he meets on the way the father of this fraudulent lady and
3: her brother, who with this young prince have both escaped the king. Camillo has betrayed me, whose honor and whose honesty till now endured all weathers.
6: Accuse him in person. He's with the king, your father. Who? Camillo. Camillo. Sir. I spoke with him, and now he's questioning the two poor men. I've never seen wretches quake so. <laughs> they bow down and kiss the earth, apologize as often as they speak, and Polixides shuts his ears and threatens them with most horrific deaths.
0: Oh, my poor father, the gods have set spies on us they'll not let our promises be kept uh,
3: are you not married we are not sir nor are likely to be the fates will kiss the sunken valley and the odds for ill-starred outcomes now are tipped my lord is this the daughter of a king she is the moment she becomes my wife
4: <laughs> ah
3: that word becomes
4: by your good father's speed will come on very slowly i am sorry most sorry you have broken from his liking, where you were bound to obey. And as sorry your bride is not as rich in rank as beauty, so that
3: you could conjoin her. Dear, (laughs) look up. Though fortune is our stubborn enemy and chases us with my father, it has no sway to change our love. I pray you, sir, remember when you owed no more to time than I do now. In memory of your youth, become my advocate. At your request, my father will grant precious things as trifles. Would he do so?
4: I'd beg for your prized mistress, who he counts as a trifle.
7: Sir, my liege, your eye has too much youth in it. Not a month before your queen died, she was worth more such gazes than she you look on now. I thought of her as this girl met my eyes. But your
4: request is still unanswered. I'll speak to your father. Your honor not o'erthrown by your desires, I'm friend to them and you. Oh. And on this errand, I now go toward him. Therefore, follow me and see how well I do. <laughs> Come with me now.
0: Beer for the gentlewoman. She was there. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah.
8: <laughs> Excuse me, pardon. Me. Uh, tell me, madam, were you witness to all that's taken place?
9: I was there at the opening of the bundle and box and heard the old shepherd tell how he had found it. But then, following astonishment by all, we were ordered out of the chamber. On my way out, I thought I heard the shepherd say, he found the child.
8: uh (laughs) Uh, I'm most curious to know what followed. I witnessed only that.
9: And also, the reactions
8: of Leontes and Camillo
9: at their reuniting which were filled with awe. When they beheld each other, their eyes became too large to fit their heads. There was speaking in their silence, language in their quiet gestures. They looked as though they'd heard of a world redeemed, or else of one destroyed. Good Camillo. My lord.
8: Mm Hmm, and?
9: Here, here comes a gentleman that perhaps knows more. What news, Rogero?
6: Nothing but fireworks. The oracle is fulfilled. The king's daughter is found. Oh, such a burst of wonder has broken out within this hour that ballad makers will not find words to express it.
8: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Anything
6: else? Oh. Here comes Lady Polina's steward. He can tell you more. How goes it now, sir? This news, which is called true, is so like a fairy tale that the verity of it is to be doubted. Has the king found his heir? It's true.
2: If truth is born from circumstance, that which is told to you, you'll swear you've seen when there's such unity in the proofs. The cloak of Queen Hermione, her jewel pinned at the neck of it, the letters of Antigonus found with it, which they know to be his handwriting. The beauty of the young lady who bears resemblance to her mother and many other evidences proclaim her with all certainty to be the king's daughter oh. <laughs> did you see the meeting of the two kings no had you been there you would have seen one joy crown another oh. And in such magnitude that it seemed sorrow wept to take its leave of them, for their joy waded in tears. There was lifting up of eyes, holding up of hands, with expressions so distorted that they could only be recognized by their clothing, not their faces. Oh, too, long, too, long, too long. Our king was ready to leap out of his skin at having found his daughter. Then, as if that gift had then become a loss, cries, "Oh, your mother, your mother, your mother!" Then he begs Polixenes' forgiveness. Forgive me. Then embraces his son-in-law. Then again smothers his daughter with desperate embraces. My daughter, my own Next, he thanks the old shepherd who looked on, sobbing, like a (laughs) weather-beaten waterspout of many kings' reigns. If you please, what became of Antigonus who carried the baby away? Like in an old tall tale which persists in its telling long after belief has gone to sleep and ears have shut to listen? he was torn to pieces by a Come bear. and get me! Oh! What? This was vouched for by the shepherd's oh, son. He cried to
5: me for help.
2: Who has not and only his simple-mindedness, his which seems hearty, to make ambiguous. the story credible, but also a handkerchief and a ring of his that Paulina knows. What happened to his boat and the sailors aboard? Shipwrecked! the same moment that Antigonus oh, died! My. And within the sight of the shepherd, so that all the ones who took part in the abandonment of the baby were lost the moment the child was found.
8: No! Unbelievable.
2: But, oh, the gallant <laughs> combat between joy and sorrow that was fought within Paulina. She had one oh, eye lowered no. for the loss of her husband, Another elevated that the oracle was fulfilled. She lifted the princess from the ground and held her in such a tight embrace that it seemed she were trying to glue her to her heart so that she never again would lose her. The dignity of this show was
9: worthy of the audience of kings and princes, as by them it was acted.
2: One of the most touching moments, which cast a line to hook my eyes and caught water instead of fish, was at the telling of the queen's death, and how she came to it, which was bravely confessed and lamented by the (laughs) king. How pierced with rapt attention was his daughter, who moved from one display of grieving to another, until finally she uttered an, "Alas!" alas, and seemed to bleed tears, as I could feel my own heart weep blood too. Even someone made of stone would have wept
8: mm mm-hmm. Are
2: they returned to the court? Is the prince... No! The princess, hearing of her mother's statue, which is in the keeping of Paulina, a piece of art many years in the making and recently completed by a fine Italian sculptor, Giulio Romano, oh.
6: Who, oh. Giulio Romano. Oh, who? Giulio
2: Romano. Who some say, if he possessed the luxury oh. of time and the ability to breathe life into his work, would rival nature so perfectly can he mirror its art. Mm -hmm. Paulina says that so near to Hermione has he sculpted Hermione that it's said you might speak to her and expect her to reply. (gasps) With hungry hearts, they have all gone with Paulina to view the statue and there they intend to dine on their loves.
6: I suspected she had some great project in that place for she has privately visited that remote house two or three times a day since the death of Hermione. Well, shall we go along and join in a celebration?
9: Ooh, Ooh if they knew of this, would not go along. <laughs> Every blink of the eye brings forth some new miracle. Oh. We'll not miss out on the marvels. Let's go! <laughs> oh, Let's go! Woo!
8: Now, if I were not tainted by my reputation, promotion would drop in my lap. I brought the old man and his son aboard the prince's ship and told the prince I heard them talking about a bundle and a box and so on. But the prince's only focus was the shepherd's daughter, or so he thought her to be who began to get quite seasick, and so did he, when the weather became rougher, and so this knowledge remained undiscovered. (laughs) It's all the same to me. For if I'd been able to help the prince, I'd have dishonored my profession with honor. (laughs) Here come those I've done good deeds for against my will. Already strutting in the favors of their fortune.
3: Drinks all (laughs) around. My eyes (laughs) upon my
6: brocade.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh,
6: come, boy. I am too old for making more children, but your sons and daughters will all be gentlemen born.
5: How do you, sir? You see these clothes? These silks and brocades? I got me a
6: cucumber bun.
5: Say you don't see them and think I am no gentleman born. You (laughs) may as well say these garments are not gentleman born. Go on, say so.
8: Say and test whether or not I am now a gentleman born. I know that you are now, sir, a gentleman born. I am!
5: (laughs) And have been so for four whole hours!
8: And so have
5: I, boy. Yes, you have. But I was a gentleman born before my father, because the king's son took me by the hand and called me brother, and then the two kings called my father brother, and then the prince my brother and the princess my sister called my father father and then we wept oh and those were the first gentleman born tears i ever shed
6: mm-hmm. may we live son to shed many more <laughs> yes or else it's
5: hard luck living in such a preposterous state as we are what? I-, I mean such a prosperous
8: estate. Oh, oh hmm. I humbly ask you, sir, to pardon me all the wrongs I have committed against you, and to offer a good word on my behalf to the prince, my former master.
6: Well, do, son, do, for we must be gentle now that we are gentlemen. <laughs> Will
5: you live an honest life? Yes. Now, ah. give me your hand. I will swear to the prince that you are as honest a true fellow as any that are in Bohemia. Oh, oh, you may say it but not swear it. Oh, I'll swear it. Now that I'm a gentleman. Oh, Let peasants and farmers say it. I'll swear it. Well, what if it proves false, son? Well, however false it may be, a gentleman can swear it on behalf of his friend. Oh, And I'll swear to the prince that you are an able fellow, hand to heart, and that you won't be drunk. Even though I know that you are only able with your hands stuffed inside purses and that you will be drunk. But I'll swear it, and
8: I'll hope you will be an honest and able fellow, hand to heart. I will prove so, sir, to the best of my ability.
5: (gasps) Yes, in any way you can, prove an able
8: fellow. Mm Mm-hmm.
5: It's a wonder you dare to drink at all, seeing how likely you are to get your noggin knocked when you are drunk. But that's your business now. <laughs> oh, oh, Ooh. hear that? Ooh. The yeah. kings and the prince and princess, our family, mm-hmm. are going to see the queen's statue. Come with us, lamb. We'll be your good shepherds.
6: Well, come along now. <laughs>
10: hey play on podcast listeners i want you to be a part of the cast become a supporting cast member with play on podcasts for just five dollars a month get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. I talk to actors, playwrights, directors, and producers from the worlds of theater and Hollywood, pulling back the curtain on why they got into their profession, why these stories are so relevant today, and providing context on the process of making these plays in the podcast format. You'll enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series and maybe even a gift or two. Head over to playonpodcasts.com, click Supporting Cast, and join the club today. We so love creating this content for you, and we hope you'll support us so we can bring you inside this rejuvenated, reimagined Shakespearean world. Join the cast. Supporting cast. Go to ncpodcasts.com.
4: Oh, grave and good, Polina, the great comfort you've always given me.
7: What, sovereign sir, I did not well, I meant well. All my services you've paid in full, although, by traveling here with your crowned brother and these two precious heirs of your kingdoms to visit my poor house, you've made a surplus of your grace that my short life won't last to answer.
4: No, oh, Polina, our grace is imposition but we've come to see the statue of our queen. We've walked your gallery, and though we have admired your finely crafted art, we've not yet seen that which my daughter came to look upon, the statue of
7: her mother. As she lived peerless, so her dead likeness, I truly believe, excels the rest that you have looked upon, or hand of man has made. Therefore I keep the statue lonely, separate. But here it is. Prepare to see true life as closely mirrored as ever calm sleep mirrored death. Behold, see for yourself. I like your silence. It does well reflect your wonder, but now speak. First you, my liege, bears the statue some resemblance?
4: Her natural posture. Chide me, dear Stone, when I say that, indeed, you are Hermione. Or rather, you are her because you don't chide me, for she was gentle as infancy and grace. But yet, Paulina, Hermione was not so wrinkled, nothing so aged
6: as this looks. No, not nearly.
7: And that reflects our carver's excellence. He passes by some 16 years and sculpts her as she looked now.
4: As now she might have lived. As welcome as it is to see her thus, it pierces to my soul. She stood like this, with every drop of beauty and warm life, as now this coldly stands when I first wooed her. I am ashamed. Does not the stone rebuke me for being more stone than it? Oh, royal art, there's magic in your majesty. That has conjured my evils to remembrance and made your admiring daughter into a form that stands
3: stone-like
0: before you. Give me leave, and do not say it's superstition that I kneel and ask her blessing. Sweet lady, dear queen, that ended just as I began. Give me that hand of yours to kiss. (laughs) Have patience.
7: Uh, The statue's only recently complete. The paint is not yet dry.
9: (laughs) My lord, your sorrows lasted far too long. That sixteen winters haven't blown away, nor sixteen summers dried.
7: No happiness could ever live so long, and any sadness would have extinguished long ago. (laughs) Dear brother, Let me, who was the cause of this, have power to unload as much grief from you as I can take upon myself. Indeed, my lord. If I had thought the sight of this depiction would thus have pained you, for the work is mine, I'd not have shown it. Do not
4: draw the curtain.
7: No longer shall you gaze on it, because you might, while gazing, think you saw it move.
4: Let me. I'll swear that I have had that thought already. Who was the artist made it? Look there, my lord. Would you not swear it breathed, and that those veins did actually pump blood? Hmm, a masterpiece. The glow of life seems warm upon her lip. The iris of her eye has motion, in or
7: we are fooled by art. I'll draw the curtain. My lord's almost so far transported that he soon will say it lives.
4: Oh, sweet Polina, transport me that way twenty years or more. No sober sense of the real world could match the pleasure of that madness. Let it alone.
7: I'm sorry that I've thus far stirred you, but I could amaze you further.
4: Do, Polina, for this affliction has a taste as sweet as any healing tonic. Still, it seems as though she's softly breathing. What fine chisel could ever yet cut breath? Let no man mock me, for I must kiss her.
7: My good lord, move back! The uh, rosy paint upon her lip is wet. You'll mar it if you kiss it, stain your lip with oily pigment. Shall I draw the curtain?
4: No, not for twenty years.
0: How could that long stand by, a looker-on?
7: Either retreat and leave the chapel, or prepare yourself for more amazement. If you can withstand it, I'll make the statue move, indeed descend, and take you by the hand. But then you'd think, which I'd protest against, that I am assisted by wicked powers.
4: What you can make her do, I am content to look on. What to speak, I am content to hear, for it's as easy to make her speak as move.
7: It is required you do awake your faith. Now all stand still, and those that think it is unlawful witchcraft I am about, let them depart. Proceed, no foot shall stir. Music, awake her, play. It's time. Descend. Be stone no more. Approach. Fill all who witness you with marvel. Come. I'll fill your grave up. Move. Yes. Come towards us. Bequeath your death to numbness. For from death dear life redeems you. (sighs) You perceive she stirs. Don't be afraid. Her actions are as holy as my good spell is lawful. My liege. Never shun her as long as she's in living breath or else you'll kill her twice. Now offer her your hand. When she was young, you wooed her. Now in age, has she become the suitor? Oh, she's warm.
4: If this is magic, let it be a spell lawful as breathing.
7: She embraces him.
9: (laughs) She wraps her arms around his neck, and as it seems she is alive, let her speak too.
7: Yes, let us come to know where she has lived and how risen from the dead. If I told you that she's alive, you'd laugh as though you'd heard a fairy tale, but it appears she lives, though still she doesn't speak. Wait for a while. Dear sweet girl, please will you intervene? Kneel and ask your mother's blessing. Turn, good queen. Our Perdita is found. You gods, (laughs)
2: look down, and from your sacred vials, pour your graces upon my daughter's head. (laughs) Tell me, my child, oh where have you been living how did you find your father's court for i can tell you now because paulina said the oracle gave hope you might still be alive i have preserved myself hoping you were
7: there's time enough for that no one would want to interrupt your joys with stories of their trials (laughs) now go together you precious winners all your happiness make known to everyone i Old turtle dove will fly me to some withered bough, and there my mate, who's never to be found again, <laughs> lament till I am lost.
4: Oh, peace, Paulina. You should a husband take by my consent, as I by you a wife. This was our oath, no less than marriage vow, you have found mine. Though how is to be questioned, for I saw her, so I thought, dead, and have in vain said many a prayer upon her grave. I'll not look far because I think I know his heart to find you an honorable husband. Come, Camillo. Oh. <laughs> and take her by the hand.
1: <laughs> whose worth and honesty are richly noted and here
4: verified by us, a pair of kings. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> now let's leave this place.
2: Polixenes.
4: Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Good queen, dear brother, don't stop. I beg forgiveness from you both, that ere I put between your loving looks my wrong suspicion, here's your son-to-be and son of our brother. My lady? Who, by providence, is betrothed to your daughter. (laughs) Good Polina, lead us back home where we may leisurely each one question and answer for their part performed, in this wide gap of time since first we separated. <laughs> Quickly, lead away.
8: Oh, yes, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> ah, beautiful day. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs>
9: And what else happens now and what comes later is the pageantry of time. Allow me this, to choose what things to show and to dismiss to tell my story well, for your delight. For time's a precious thing, a speedy flight.
0: Play On podcast series, The Winter's Tale, was translated into modern English verse and directed by Tracy Young. The cast is as follows. Elijah Alexander as Leontes. Kayla Carter as Perdita and Emilia. Gina Daniels as Hermione, Mopsa, Shepherd's Servant, and Paulina Stewart. Rodney Gardiner as Polixenes. Elijah Goodfriend as Mamilius. Ian Gould as Clown, Lord, and Gentleman. Christopher Jean as Antigonus, Old Shepherd, Servant, Lord, and Rogero. Jim Licksheidel as Autolycus, Jailer, Cleomenes, Officer, and Lord. Christopher Livingston as Florizel and Servant. Katie Vogt as Paulina and Dorcas. Lisa Volpe As Camillo, Dion, Older Lady in Waiting, and Gentleman. Featuring Estelle Parsons as Time. Casting by the Telsey office Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach Julie Foe. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Catherine Eaton. Original music composition, sound design, and mix by Lindsay Jones. Music Direction by Andrew Fox. Sound Engineering by Sadaharo Yagi and Cabby Kavikoff. Mix Engineer and Dialogue Editor, Larry Walsh and Robert McNabb. Podcast Mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating Producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Managing Producer, Robert Capadona. Executive Producer, Michael Goodfriend. The Managing Director of Business Operations and Partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play On podcast series, The Winter's Tale, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the HITS Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play On podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play on Shakespeare podcast series by subscribing to Play on Premium at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, it is required you do awake your faith. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Next chapter podcasts.